0: Welcome to the Five Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who loves to give shoutouts, Brandon Siegel. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. If I was on Brick Brother, I would be giving no shoutouts. I actually, I, that's that's false. I would shout out this podcast, <laughs> probably all the podcasts. I actually completely lied there. I would do a lot of shoutouts. I, yeah, I, I, I changed it. But, would- but the thing is, they'd be simple shoutouts. Like they'd be like follow Small Baller Podcast or follow Five Seconds of Fame podcast. Just like something simple. Cause like you know business you know you gotta plug that stuff for sure. Uh, ben, would you would you plug the podcast if you were on?
2: Oh, dude, totally. I'd wear the T-shirt that Trevor gave us. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. That's, like, I, I was I always think about that. I'm always like, if I were to bring one thing, I'd bring that T-shirt. Uh, get some, you know, get some clout. But Brandon, I know you'd do something stupid because you'd be like, thanks, Julie. Raven's Flock or something stupid like that. I, I know for a fact you'd be, you'd be shouting out just the dumbest stuff ever that people would be people would be rating you 1s and 2s on their uh, big boards because they'd be like, this kid just does the dumbest shoutouts.
1: I I I think I would be really mean to Julie, which I know is like a big no-no in the uh, Big Brother community, but it's as disrespectful. As we, as we know on this podcast I don't like Julie Chen very much or I guess Julie Chen Moonves but you know, who knows? Who knows what would happen? I know I'd shout out the podcast for sure. Um but Trevor, I feel like we we had a pretty interesting Big Brother week, don't you, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, we did. We had a very interesting week. Um, we I, I wish it would it could have been even more interesting, but uh, the the vote kind of got a it kind of died down after lame. a couple of days. It started. Yeah, it it solidified very quickly. Uh, as soon as the veto was over, it was pretty much we knew who was going home, similar to last week. But there were at least for you know a day, day and a half. Uh, Some really interesting conversations. It it seems like it's really like that Friday, like Fridays, like jam packed on the live feed with like a bunch of stuff. It's that's where they go over, you know, talking about the nominations. That's when the wildcard competition keeps happening. Um, So that's when all the action takes place. And then maybe even get some on Saturday before the veto, after the veto. But it's really that Friday, Saturday, and then once Sunday comes around, then they're kind of they've been just preparing for the next week. So. It's very interesting, Um, and I I think this HOH tonight is, and I think I've said this now a few weeks in a row, but uh, this HOH really is very pivotal. It seems like a huge HOH because I don't think there's any one-house target. You know, There are a few people that are more likely to be targeted than others, but it can go a lot of different ways, whereas last week, it was pretty clear that Whitney was probably the most likely target. Before that, it was pretty clear it was going to be Brent, so... Uh, you know, I think this week's going to be very interesting.
1: Yeah, th- this will be a very, very, very cool week as a viewer, I feel like. Um, especially if some certain people win. And it's not just like one or two people. I think there's like five or six people, if they win, we'll- we will have a grand change in the course of the game. Um, there- there's a- This week has a lot of potential, I feel like.
2: Uh, wouldn't you agree, Ben? Yeah, of course. And I think it... It's even more fun though. we don't even know who's HOH yet, so that always adds yeah, some don't. fun in terms First of, like, speculation. Events.
0: Yeah.
1: First week of not knowing.
0: Yeah, definitely. So with that being said, um, as we are currently kind of watching the endurance, and if it happens to end before the podcast is over. We will give some spoilers at the end, but I'm not sure if it will. Sometimes these things go pretty long. Um, so let's just get right into it. Obviously, you know, last week when we kind of uh, were talking, we knew that Christian was the new HOH. We had a pretty good idea of who his targets might be, and I think we were pretty, uh, cor- I think we were all correct. I think unanimously we kind of agreed, all right, they've already kind of discussed it. It's probably Whitney and Hannah, and that's what ended up happening. Uh, Whitney and Hannah were the nominations um, that came after a wildcard competition in which Claire won, which ultimately wasn't all that relevant to this week. It could have been if Whitney won it, obviously, because then she would have had that big decision presented in front of her, which Claire, she had the decision of she could save herself for two weeks or she could give uh, her teammates safety for this week along with herself. And uh, she, of course, chose to save just herself uh, for two weeks. And now, thus, Claire is locked into jury regardless of how this week shakes out. Claire will be safe no matter what. And that would have been interesting if Whitney would have won it, but that did not happen. So we did get the nominations, Whitney and Hannah. Um, Now, before that, we got a lot of debate about who the target should be between those. It was pretty clear. There might have been a little bit of uh, a push to maybe nominate Brittany. I know Tiffany uh, was one of the people that were kind of trying to get Brittany on the block, but that was kind of unsuccessful. It ends up being Whitney and Hannah. But this debate, this is what I want to talk about, because uh, Sarah Beth, on one side, she's really pushing hard. She wants Hannah to be the target. She doesn't feel good with Hannah. She thinks that Hannah would come after her. She sees how smart of a player Hannah is, and then it'll talk a lot of game. So Sarah Beth is like, well, for my game, uh, Hannah would be the best target. On the other side, you have um, obviously Xavier and really all of the cookout who wants to make sure that Hannah is safe. And even Christian, unknowingly, would rather prefer to target Whitney. It seemed like the only person that really had Sarah Beth, um, I, I guess, agreed with her was Alyssa for a little bit, but Alyssa really didn't care too much. It wasn't like she was pushing... Too hard, but it did seem like she, at first, also agreed with Alyssa that hey, you know, Hannah, she's not good for my game either because she might come after me. But uh, Ben, I'm gonna start with you today. W- what did you think about uh, kind of this debate over who should be the target? Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it there. What what are some of your thoughts about that?
2: Well, I will say I, I enjoyed it so much, and that episode on Sunday where we saw a lot of that—that that was probably my favorite episode of the season so far, at least from what I, off the top of my head that I can remember. Just because I love that, I thought that was such a fun debate to, to watch and to like na- watch them navigate through. Um, and especially somebody like 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 Xavier, where um, he's you know he's disagreeing with Sarah Beth, and Sarah Beth is super upset, and she's very clearly you know very passionate about it, and she wants to stick up for what she you know what she believes in in terms of sending. Um, hannah home and then you got you know you got the whole thing with hannah going uh to to christian the hoh and and kind of you know giving her um her thoughts and kind of giving her pleaded to not be a pawn this week so i just it was really interesting really really fun to watch um and i do think it's it showed how good xavier is and obviously we knew he was good but i think it this week showed how good he is in terms of like he was super cool calm and collected um he wasn't freaking out like you could tell he was very um subtle about it very chill about it like uh, he was I mean, he was given good reasons why Whitney should stay and all this stuff and obviously you know Sarah Beth didn't like it necessarily but I just thought it was it was good gameplay from a lot of different people it was good gameplay from Xavier good gameplay from Sarah Beth and, and good, honestly good gameplay from uh, from Hannah in terms of her her pleading to uh to Christian to not be a pawn so um it was just a really cool discussion it was awesome gameplay um, it's just, it's, it's, it's the part of big brother that I know we all like to watch is that kind of like that, that battle of the minds in terms, in terms of how can I get them to think this way? How can I make it to where, you know, I, I want Whitney to stay, but I don't want people to necessarily know that I'm, that I'm like lobbying for her because she's in alliance with me. So, um, it was just good TV and it's really, it's everything that, that we like about big brother.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Brandon, I want to get your thoughts on the same, the same kind of premise, I guess. But I specifically wanted to think about, you know, with Sarah Beth kind of pushing so hard, when do you think was the right time for her to kind of stop? Because to me, it was pretty clear that for Sarah Beth's game, yes, absolutely, I think Hannah should be her target. But when do you think it was the point where she should have kind of backed off that?
1: I I think you know once you gotta make like a second round of making a point, it should be silence in that aspect. In a big group, you know, maybe you pull someone you're really close to, a Xavier or a Kylan, and talk to them, uh, you know, one on one, a little bit closer about it. Um, but you know, when there's a lot of people in that group setting, there's bound to be differing opinions, especially when people are being quiet. And Tiffany is such a good observer, which I guess might be hard for Sarah Beth or really anyone to see how we see it because we get their DRs and stuff. Which I want to point out a side note, Tiffany's DRs are wonderful, but we can talk about that in a second. Um, but what's really interesting to me uh, is, is kind of how Alyssa handled this. And I, I know, Trevor, you like Alyssa, but to me this really doesn't show a lot of uh, game intelligence. Uh, Hannah would have been a much better person for, for Alyssa to get out. I would not have been worried about uh, Whitney at all. Uh, Whitney's not winning HOH anytime soon. Hannah has much more of a capacity to win something. She's much, much, much brighter. Um, and the fact that Alyssa didn't care or at least try to rally the troops and get them on board is is very questionable to me. Now it would have never happened because the queens didn't want Hannah to leave, and neither did Xavier. Um, but they, you know they they didn't they didn't really know that. Uh, so I, I, I wish we saw more from Alyssa there to, to back Sarah Beth, because Sarah Beth is right. It probably was better for her game now. Ended up putting her in a bad spot because she tried a little bit too hard to rub some people the wrong way, but we'll get to that in a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I agree. I think Alyssa should have been trying harder um, to try to make Canada target, um, and honestly for Christian's game, I think it's a little bit more of a debate But I think you can definitely argue that Christian also should have been thinking along the same lines Now I know part of his reason was like, oh, well Whitney has talked about how you know She wants to vote for a woman in the end, you know, and that's been like a, a thing that's been thrown around like Whitney She's she's gonna vote for a woman then so if you're a Christian you should get her out I, I don't know if that's actually the case. I feel like maybe that's a little overstated So I don't know if that's a valid enough reason to overpower um, all of the things we know, which is like Hannah's in the cookout. She's a more capable player than Whitney. She has so many different social relationships across the house, especially this week. Um, She grew just in a lot of aspects um, as far as her social bonds that she has in the game. So even for Christian, I think this that he should have been trying to get Hannah out. But uh, neither of them decided to do that, obviously. You know, we saw some very good play by Hannah and when she was talking to Christian, which at one point Hannah was the target. It seemed like Sarah Beth had swayed at least Alyssa and Christian. But then Han- Hannah, I think, did a really good job when she talked one-on-one with Christian, kind of uh, getting working her way out of that situation and explaining to Christian how much... Um, she could actually benefit his game. And I think the one point that I want to um, really point out on this podcast is that Hannah talked about how Christian, we have been working together since week one. You know, it's not like I'm just coming to you now that I'm on the block trying to work with you. Has Has Whitney did that? And I don't know if she named Whitney, but she was essentially like, has Whitney been working with you this whole time since since week one? Has she... Showed by her actions that she has wanted to work with you consistently throughout the past couple weeks. And, you know, I think Christian came to the conclusion like, no, like the answer is no. And and you have. And I think that's a very good point that Hannah made, just among a few really good points that Hannah made. And I think uh, Kylan and Xavier also, I think you got to give credit to both of them because they both. Uh, went and talked to Hannah and tried to help her um, make this case to Christian. You know, Kylan was talking with Hannah one-on-one before the NOMs, trying to help her like, hey, these are points that you could potentially make to Christian. Xavier was kind of doing the same thing, but in a sense of like prepping her for questions that Christian might ask her. So I think, you know, it was kind of a team effort in that sense between Kylan, Xavier, and Hannah, those three in particular, that really made it so that hannah was not the primary target so just wanted to point some of those things out um so so whitney is the tar- is the target as we uh close that nomination box um we get to or it's not a nomination box it's a veto box the nomination well yeah what am i talking about there is a nomination box right yeah yeah, yeah it's the, a box yeah, yeah, they, they it's a, there's it. a box the keys. even though they don't have yeah so anyway, not like uh, <laughs> it used
1: to be but they, they do it it's symbolic
0: not like it used to be you don't have the the wheel where they turn the keys none of that stuff which I, mm. I is unfortunate but nevertheless we next uh, get to the veto competition which you know obviously another opportunity here for both Whitney and Hannah to uh, save themselves and uh, even an opportunity for Derek X which if Derek X would have won this and taken off Hannah um well it wouldn't have shaked up too much but i guess it would have at least made probably Brittany mad she probably would have been the renom but christian wins it um not too surprising again we, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now. He's won almost every competition that he has tried in now. Um, It's pretty insane. I'm trying to think of comparisons of other players who have done stuff like this. I know in BB All-Stars, Janelle won a lot of early competitions. Um, Other than that, I don't know if anyone else has done what Christian has done to this point. So it's really insane. And I think it's going to be something that we're going to have to continue to talk about until you know, until they really decide to seriously target Christian, um, which they might. They might this week, depending on who wins HOH, but we will get to that. Um, is there anything either of you guys wanted to mention about uh, you know the veto renom decision, or anything really about the campaigning that either of the nominations did uh, this week? Because I wanted to touch on uh, how Whitney decided to go about that real quick. No, go ahead. Yeah, so so with Whitney, we saw on the episode tonight, uh, on the eviction episode, that she went to Alyssa. This was a pretty key conversation that she had, I believe it was only a day or two ago um, in real time, where she came to Alyssa, and she was mentioning how Hannah and Christian often have these game conversations where Christian... Um, like he does often, is looking for advice. You know, he he often looks for advice. Like, hey, what do you think I should do? Do you think what do you think is best for my game? And Hannah is one of the people that in the past has given Christian advice. That is something that Whitney really pointed out that she should have pointed out much earlier. And also the fact that Hannah had obviously talked about wanting to take out Alyssa so that. You know, she could kind of weaponize Christian as this person who would win comps and then she could go and manipulate him in the HOH room or or whatever the case may be. So I think very good point by Whitney, but you know, too little too late. You know, it seemed like Alyssa, I I mean, she clearly, I think, took it in and it's something that's going to be on her mind. But for this week, it didn't change anything. It might make Hannah uh, a potential target in the future if Alyssa were to win HOH, but it didn't do anything this week. So uh, a big mistake on Whitney's part there. She just wasn't as active in general. And a lot of Whitney's campaigning, it, it had a theme to it. And you actually saw it when she gave her eviction speech. She was like, already seemed defeated. She was kind of like hedging. She was like, yes, you should really vote for me, but also like, you know, it, it's just a game. You know, whatever the decision is, like, we'll all be friends outside of this. And it's like, no, Whitney, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be saying that. Don't hedge. You got to go all in, try to stay. You know, lay out all of your points and have it that be it. Don't bring in any of this hedging with like, oh, but it's all good if you vote me out. I, I just really do not like that. It's not good uh, in your game.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was... I mean, Whitney's not a very capable player. I mean, as you can see by our rankings, which are linked below, um, the past week we gave her a 2, 2.5, and, and a 3. Uh, at An average of 2.5 last week. Um, she was the second lowest rated player. Britney was behind her, which I still stand by, I'd like to say. Um, but Whitney's is not capable of really, you know, defending herself in the game, winning anything. Um, so, I, you know, I'm not surprised by her speech. Uh, and, I, you know, I get what you're saying, and it seemed like she actually had a good thing to go off with Alyssa and still didn't execute mm-hmm. it. I think that kind of wraps up her game, you know, and how it was in the house.
0: Yeah, I mean, it even could have been something that, he, that she brought up right after Christian won veto, too, like... And potentially, if you if you catch him, and you know Christian can be convinced, maybe that's something that Christian could have been like, all right, you know what, you've con- you have me convinced. I'll take you off the block and and put up Derek X or something. Which uh, it still would have been hard to pull off because Christian probably would have went and talked to Alyssa. He probably would have asked Xavier for advice, and then at that point, um, you know, maybe he's convinced otherwise. But just something that Whitney should have been doing much earlier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, right, with that, yeah, with... I mean, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to end it. Yeah, you can go ahead.
1: No, 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 no. That's perfect. Perfect. Okay. Keep on, keep yeah. on. So, moving along.
0: With that being said, um, we did get the vote. Whitney was evicted by a unanimous 10 to 0 vote. Um, she's gone. We are now down to 12. And we have an HOH, obviously, as we are still watching it. Um... But you know we'll see, we'll see how many people fall. You know, if we get a winner, we'll talk about it, but w- let's get into our ratings um, because we now are down to 12 people, and obviously it's a lot of people to get through. So let's just get it started. Um, we're, we're gonna go by alphabetical order again. So Alyssa is up first. Um, I will start. I am giving Alyssa a five once again this week. It didn't seem like her position really changed all that much. Um, last week when we talked about this, it already seemed like she was going to be a target pretty soon. Um, if obviously Christian was HOA, so she was safe for that given week, but it was still like, okay, it's a five and she's okay for now. She has the potential to go up if she does some really good things this week. Um, but if not, then she's probably just in the same position. And that's ultimately what ultimately what I think it is. Um, she isn't the main target coming out of this week. Um, I think there are a couple other people that I'll mention once we get to them that are bigger targets than Alyssa. Um, but she's still one of the biggest target targets. She's obviously not in the majority alliance, which is the cookout as it stands. Um, now, I do want to point out a couple good things that she is doing. She uh, started working on making two different Final Four alliances. One with—well, actually, she already has one with her Christian— Tiffany and Claire. She also made some progress to make one with her Christian, Hannah, and Derek X. That's something that's kind of not like s- solidified necessarily, but it's something that's been talked about. It's definitely something she's been working toward that I think is um, could could potentially help Alyssa's game. But um, I don't know necessarily how much um, Hannah and Derek X actually think this matters. Um, So, she's trying, you know, she has a lot of good ideas, good thoughts, she's just not quite as active as a lot of these other good players, and really, when I look at Alyssa's game, it's just like... You know, comparing her to the other players and the other alliances that have formed, she's just not in the best position. If she was in another season where she was in the majority alliance, she'd be doing very well. She could be running the game if she was in a different season. But unfortunately, in this season, with the cards she was dealt, uh, it's not a great situation. And again, she, she just has those moments where she's inconsistent. One moment she'll be playing hard, and then she'll be laying with Christian. She's not as active. And in this house with these people... You can never rest.
1: So I I have her at a 4.5. I bumped her down half a point. Um, I do not agree with a lot of the analysis you have of Alyssa. I don't think he's an incredibly capable player. Um, I think she's in a good alliance of the the four people that she was placed with, and they've won a lot, which has kept her safe. Um, now that that safety's not there, I don't think he's super-duper well-aligned, and she's not in the majority alliance. In fact, so much so that she probably would be put on the block by... Maybe not most people, but a good amount of people. Um, so I bumped her down half a point. In no way is she the worst player in this game. She's not in the worst position. Um, based on my rankings, I don't know exactly where I would put her, but it's probably near the middle, which is kind of where I w- would put her. Um, so I gave her a 4.5. Ben?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, b- I bumped her down to a 4. Um, I Big just bump for of... you.
1: Point and a half. Yeah,
2: I just I don't have a whole lot of faith in Alyssa. And I guess you know a pro for her is that I mean, technically she wasn't HOH last week, but she kind of was, and she's a Christian, so this week she can't compete. So I guess she still has a chance to win HOH. Um, and honestly, with this wall comp, I guess somebody like her could win. Um, but I just – I don't know. I just don't have a whole lot of faith in her. Um, as a player, again, she's not the worst player, but she's definitely not the best player. I'd put her in the bottom half of, of players left in this game. Um, and I don't know. It's just – again, like I, I do think – Although we don't, I guess technically we don't have the team twist anymore. But I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that she's still aligned with the people that were on her team, um, and it's very clear to the rest of the house that that they want one of them to go. Even though I guess they're not a team anymore, I still think a lot of them, those four, would still be a target on a lot of people's um, minds if 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 you know certain people want HOH. So um, while I don't think Alyssa would necessarily be the biggest target of you know the, the the old kings or whatever, but I do think that that she's just aligned with people that. That are that have really big targets on their back. So um, it, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I just don't have a whole lot of faith in her winning. I guess I should say. I, I'm not saying she'll go home this week or next week, but I just I can't see her staying around for until the end. Really.
1: I, I'm 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 in much agreement with you. She'd have to get a little bit lucky in terms of Hoh wins, whether it's her or other people. I know Trevor. For whatever reason, you got a lot of stock, a lot of a lot of faith in Alyssa. I just don't see it. Like, I really. Trevor, do you want to like answer any of that before I, we move on?
0: I really think if she's put in a position again, like the way we saw her play in the first week when she was put in jeopardy on the block, I think really, I think that's what showed her potential. The way she was fighting, the argument she was making to Frenchie very quickly uh, turned the tides and pretty, very quickly got the target off of her back. I think that's something that she might be capable of doing again. And even if uh, she's not, I think just being on the block with Christian, having Christian going home, I think could really wake her up, because then I think she would be active more consistently, uh, which would uh, help her a lot in the game, and she would just, I think, be motivated to fight more if Christian was taken out.
1: Very, very possible, but let's keep it moving. Oz is up next. Um, I put her at a 4, I bumped her down half a point. I, I'm losing more and more faith in her abilities as the game goes on. She's not aligned with the right people. She's in the cookout, which is nice, but she's very clearly at the bottom of the totem pole of the cookout. Uh, while I think the cookout's in amazing, amazing lines, it will bring her at least a little bit further. Her relationships with other people are not as strong, um, and I, I'm worried about her ability to play in the game. She's very, very emotional. Thinks more with her heart than her brain. Uh, And you can see, like, even with Tiffany, like, Tiffany just has no desire. She's like, I don't know, she's in the cookout, so I want her to go far in that aspect, but nothing more. You can tell that Tiffany doesn't have the patience to deal with someone who's being that emotional all the time. Um, So I gave her a four. Half a point point bump down. She's not the worst player in the game, but not really have a lot of win equity, in my opinion. Ben, why why, why don't you go up next?
2: Yeah, I bumped her down last week. I had her at a four. This week I got her at three and a half. Um, Similar to a lot what you said. I don't have a whole lot of faith in Aza um I, I think it says a lot that like when tiffany was talking about the cookout and everybody's got their own little partner that's not in the cookout she's like yeah oz is with tiffany all right that says a lot about oz right there if her if her partner in this you know in quote-unquote partner in, in this cookout alliance her, her branch out of the cookout alliance is tiffany i promise I mean, you britney oh yeah sorry Brittany, not not tiffany yes yes so there's a big difference between tiffany and britney yes oz's partner would be would be britney so if oz and Brittany are up on the block together um, I don't care what alliance Oz is in. I have a hard time seeing people send Brittany home over her. Um, so I, I just, again, she's in the cookout, but she's not in the best position in the world. Um, and I really just haven't seen a whole lot of great gameplay from her. So I don't really have a whole lot of faith in her because she hasn't really shown me much of what she's capable of uh, to this point in this season.
1: I'm, I'm fully with you. Trevor, you can wrap up uh, her performance this past week.
0: Yeah, like Brennan, Iver to Four also bumped her down to a half a point, And really, it just comes down to there's more evidence that she's a bad player. That's really what it is. Um, yes, she's safe um, for now. She probably will be safe for at least, I don't know, three, four more weeks, to be honest with you, unless Alyssa or Christian went HOH, that is, um, because they uh, I know Alyssa would target her. So if Alyssa wins HOH, she's in trouble. Um, otherwise, I think she's probably pretty safe. Um, I just haven't seen a lot of of you know just strategically some of the things that I wanted to see she on the episode she talked with Tiffany about one of her plans which apparently is to put up a king with uh, one of the other team members so like I believe that means if she wins HOH she would put up a king with a queen um, and then Tiffany could put up a king with a Joker, one of her teammates. I, I, I don't know if I like this plan. Um, I, I, you know, I guess her motivation is to try to hide their alliance. But I really never buy into any of those arguments of like, oh, let's do this to try to hide our alliance. I usually never like those kind of arguments or plans. I think you just put up. The two targets, the people that you would most like to get out because you never know what's gonna happen with the veto you don't necessarily know how people are gonna vote for sure so to me I, I just don't like those arguments and that's kind of the one uh, strategical piece that I've seen lately from her otherwise um, yeah it, it's not great we've seen we saw her thing with like getting jealous about Xavier with Whitney it's like okay, and then there's just you know. It's just other things that I, I just don't necessarily feel great about with her strategy.
1: Yeah, not not a lot of faith in her game, but we'll keep on going to a person that I have even less faith, is Brittany. Uh, Trevor, I'll let you start off, because we'll, we'll you know, at least start off on a more positive note than what Ben and I will probably say.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you guys are obviously going to be lower on Brittany. It's just like in relation—again, I already said it last week. It's in relation to the other players and in relation to what I would— give a person who's about to go home which if a person's definitely about to go home this week and has absolutely no way no way to win the game it's zero percent chance then I'd give them well I guess actually maybe I'd give them lower than the one because then that would be a zero um but I give Brittany a three same as last week uh she's not really in a lot of trouble right now um at least in the short term now she doesn't really have any alliances um which hurts um, this is something that could change. We've seen players in the past at least kind of turn it around a little bit. Um, her win equity, like we've discussed on on the last podcast, is very low. Um, but I gotta give her credit. she did at least make a final two with Christian, you know, and that, that's I'm half joking on that, by the way, because Christian isn't actually like taking that final two very seriously, but in the very least, Christian does feel good about Brittany. He was very adamant about not wanting to target Brittany this past week. Um, and I think Alyssa, to some extent, feels the same way. I think they both feel good about Brittany. Um, you look at other players, like... Um, I, I know Derek X has talked about like feeling pretty good about Brittany in the past. Um, but again, it's not a lot. Um, she still is the lowest-rated player um, for me overall, you know? So by no means do I think she's a good player. But um, it's a 3 just because in the short term, she's looking alright, but she's obviously needs to start doing something if, if she wants any chance uh, to, really, uh, to really win this game.
1: Yeah, I, I've kept her at a 1. I anticipate keeping her at 1 the entire season. Maybe it's because I don't like her and I'm a little bit biased in that sense, but I genuinely believe she's one of the worst game players I've ever seen in Big Brother history. I mean, she's really atrocious at the game. The fact she's still here is astonishing. Um, she's incredibly emotional in the game. Um, she has no ability to make any game moves or win any competition. She has... I think she's in no alliances. People seem to be very awkward around her. Like, uh, she never seems to be hanging out with people consistently. Um, and she's just kind of not in a good position at all. On top of that, I just don't like her that much. Um, I, I think she seems she seems very, very sweet. I'm not saying she's, like, a horrible person. Um, I just don't like her in terms of the game at all um so i'm gonna keep her at a one and i anticipate that being the exact same and i'm happy i don't have to edit a ton this podcast and edit me in saying that she's not gonna win anything um because she's not gonna win anything there's no way it just won't happen ben i know you're gonna you're gonna just hype up the exact same thing i said so let's hear it
2: yeah i got her at 1.5 and the only reason i have her at a 1.5 and not a, as a one is because i don't want to be uh, i don't want to seem as mean as brandon does but Um, She's going to stay at a 1.5 until she's evicted, and that's really all i got to say. I don't want to waste too much time on Brittany, so let's just keep it moving.
1: Next up, we have Christian, the outgoing HOH. Um, Seems to win every single competition. I bumped him down half a point to a five just because I think most likely he will be the one targeted just based off of numbers of who's going to win. I just have a feeling he will be targeted. He's such a big threat in the game because he wins absolutely everything. I'm not gonna go much lower unless he's in like a deep, deep, deep amount of trouble, which I think we won't get to that rating ever. Because the only way to get him out is he's, it's gonna have to be like, like one shot. Like they're either, they gotta take it immediately and just do it. So I don't think we're even gonna have a chance to rate him when he's at like his lowest point. I don't think I only have a point. I, I don't think his HOH was the worst. I just don't think he advanced himself a ton. He very clearly is not good with uh in terms of being like a strategic game player. Um, at all, I, I think the best comparison is Jackson Mickey from season twenty one or whatever. Jackson was definitely a better game player than him, without a doubt. Um, but Christian seems like he's never going to lose any competition he tries in. Uh, so uh, a slight bump down. I'll get, I'll keep him at a five. Trevor, what do you think about Christian?
0: Yeah, I have him at a five as well. Same position as last week. Um, his HOH wasn't the greatest. He didn't really do much to further his position um at all again Alyssa with creating other uh just a few other side alliances helps his position by uh, I guess by default um at least a little bit um and the fact that a certain player kind of hurt their own game which we're going to talk about uh well I guess spoiler that person is Sarah Beth um she kind of hurt her own game which actually may help Christian potentially stay another week. We'll see what happens with HOH, but that helps Christian a little bit. If that wasn't the case and he was definitely the main target, I'd have him lower than a five. Um, But you, you still do have a few people that would target him if they win. Uh, Claire has talked about potentially targeting Christian. Derek X has potentially targeted, talked about targeting Christian. And then you could potentially even see one of the Jokers, maybe Aza, takes the shot. Maybe. I, I don't know if Brittany would or not, but there's at least a few people there w- that would. And you can even argue for someone like Hannah, potentially, that could even decide to take a shot at him. So we will see what happens um, this week with that. Again, Christian, he's, he's playing up this role of like, oh, I'm asking for advice. Kind of like the the dumb surfer bro, the role that Tyler tried to play. Um, obviously, he, he knew the game very well. Christian does not. But he's kind of trying to play up how dumb he is. It's working to a certain extent, um, but still him winning all these competitions. It's just like, uh, you know, very much um, putting a big target on his back. Uh, So we'll we'll see how it goes, but with these players, you know, you may think they're in trouble, but they might just keep winning, and then you look up, and it's Final Four, and he's still there, and there's only a couple competitions left before he wins the game, so that's still a possibility for Christian, that's why I can't go too low on him.
1: I would say this would be the week to target him. He has one competition he can't play in, you just gotta beat him in one more. This would be that week. Ben, final thoughts on Christian. I know we've said a lot. I'm sure you're going to echo a lot of what we said.
2: Well, I'm glad you just said that, Brandon, because that was going to be my point. I brought him down half a point um, to a five, just like you guys. And my big reason for that is because he only has one chance to save himself this week instead of two because he can't play in the HOH. Uh, and again, he's the type of person where if you're going to target him, um, I really do think it's going to take more than one shot at Christian to, to get him out because I do think he's got a better chance than anybody else by far to win a, a veto if he has to um so yeah again he a five he's not in the worst spot not in the best spot and he can only theoretically if he's a target this week he only has one chance to save himself he can't play in the hoh so uh five right kind of in the middle somewhat again strategy not the best but one of the best competitors that we've ever seen and we're only a month in
1: yeah it it, it definitely seems like that next up we have claire Trevor. i'm gonna let you take this one first
0: Yeah, so I uh, bumped Claire down a little bit. I now have her down at a 6.5. She is not in the cookout. That hurts her alone right there, her not being in the strongest alliance in the game. And also, for whatever reason, uh, Tiffany isn't all that loyal to Claire. Um, She potentially could try to target Claire as early as maybe two weeks from now, I think, when Jury starts. She could potentially look at targeting Claire potentially. So... I don't love that for her game. She's not quite as safe, Uh, well, she is safe this week, obviously, but she's not quite as safe long-term as I thought she was last week. So that's gonna hurt her a little bit. However, she has a lot of self awareness. She knows the game very well. She's just a very smart person. And she kind of sees a lot of the things that are happening. Now, by no means does she know that the cookout's happening. But, you know, she notices how well Tiffany's playing. She knows that Tiffany could be a threat to her game. She's already talked about Kylan for weeks now. Um, she kind of planted the seed to Tiffany, um, which actually has helped uh, Tiffany. kind of stray away from Kylan a little bit. You know, that was a lot of Claire's doing. Now, with that being said, with kind of how Tiffany and Kylan now aren't as tight as they were, that's something that Claire could take advantage of. Maybe she could decide, actually, you know what, now that uh, Kylan's not so tight about with Tiffany anymore, now I can actually work with Kylan more. Maybe she decides to do that. Um, I think another person that's going to be very important to Claire's game is Derek X. Um, they have a lot of talks, it seems like, late at night, where they're talking strategy, talking uh, their position in the game. It seems like they get along very well, and I think that they're really going to need each other for any kind of opposition to to mount against the cookout if it continues to uh, stay as solid as it currently is. So I think Derek X is going to be very important for her. And, um, you know, she she's very capable, so I think she could potentially, you know, work her way in there and and kind of uh, figure out how to get the break this alliance apart, but it's going to be tough, so I had to at least bump her down a little bit.
1: So I, I uh, kept Clara to 7. I, I opted to not bump her down just because I think she's really good at the game. The cards that are dealt to her are not the best. She's not in this majority alliance that I think is really, really strong, which I think warrants her to be dropped down, but in terms of her play this last week, I decided not to drop her down. Um, you make a lot of great points, Trevor. In fact, so much so I'm not even going to continue talking uh, as much about her because I think all your points just make a lot of sense, and you have a very good read on Claire. I'm hoping she does well. I really, really, really like Claire. I decided to keep her at a seven just because I, I don't think there was enough to move her down, um, but you know, definitely nothing to move her up at this moment in time. Still a fabulous, fabulous player. Ben, final thoughts on Claire?
2: Yeah, I, I kept Claire steady at a seven point five for me um, for all everything you said. Obviously, she's a great player. I wish she was in the cookout, but she's not. Um, that will, I think, ultimately probably hurt her in the end. We'll see. I, I, she's a good enough player to where I think she could she could navigate it if she had to, but we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I kept her at 7.5 mainly because, as of right now, she's the only person that I can promise you will be here next week. Nobody else you can guarantee at this point that she will be, that be there <laughs> next week. Um, maybe I'm putting too much stock in that, but also I, she's my number one draft pick, so everything she does is going to be the, the right thing. Um, so yeah, she's the only person that I can promise you we will be talking about next week, uh, because she will still be there and I don't know about anybody else. So, uh, I'll keep her steady at a 7.5. Absolutely.
0: No, I,
1: because I, I <laughs> because have, of her safety. Uh, I feel pretty solid, if I say so myself, that, uh, that Tiffany will be there next week. But let's
2: move Dude, on you to you never Derek know, F. man. It's Big Brother. You never know. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, next up we have Derek F. And Ben, you know, I'm going to let you start with Derek F. Because he's a wild card and so are
2: you. Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah, Derek F. I got him at a three point five, down half a point. Um, honestly, I don't even I don't even know why I, I put him down half a point. Maybe it's because you did you bumped it down half a point two, Brandon. But spoiler, but uh, I don't know. He he doesn't. Again, he's funny. He's 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 entertaining. But I don't think he adds a whole lot to the game. Um, and really, all he adds to the show is maybe two minutes every week of of the segment that we saw tonight with him doing his his weird walk or whatever, and people trying to be like him. Um, but yeah, again, I, if this was, if you're making or doing ratings on who lays on the couch 24 seven, the best, he'd be at like a nine or a 10 for sure. But, um, in terms of gameplay, he, he's in the cookout, but he doesn't even, when they are talking about, he doesn't even have that, that branch off of the cookout. They're like, yeah, Derek, he's by himself, whatever. Um, so clearly they don't, they don't think a whole lot of him in terms of the cookout. So again, 3.5, not a whole lot of faith in Derek F. as a player, as a person though. He's cool. I like him. He's fun to watch.
1: Love Derek F. As a uh, person, absolutely adore him. Uh, he's an awful Big Brother player. I bumped him down from a three to a two and a half. I think his win equity is almost zero. He's at the bottom of the Cookout Alliance and really has nothing else in terms of alliances with him. He's an extremely nice guy who's extremely fun. He'll be a great character in the Big money community moving forward after this season. Uh, in terms of gameplay, it's not great. Uh, so a two and a half it is for him. Trevor, why don't you wrap this up? I feel like I never say that, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, three and a half for me. There's not a lot to say if I'm talking about his strategy. He's just interesting to watch, like for a lot of fun things like they did this um they had like this like love island type like date night thing where Derek f was the host and he was introducing them all like all the guys he was introducing to the backyard they were walking like all dressed up with their shades on and the girls were like on the balcony um this is the first time i'm talking about something that's non-game related um but anyway that's because there is nothing game related to talk about Derek f he's safe for now um doesn't have a lot of win equity
1: yeah, not looking great for him. Next up, the other Derek, the the more superior player. Uh Derek X Trevor, I'll let you start this one.
0: Yeah, so Derek X, um I it's tough because Whitney is gone now, which does hurt his game. It hurts because that is a number that Derek X could have had to kind of, you know, bring in opposition to try to overtake the cookout because that's something with, you know, Tiffany's structure and Tiffany has the most control right now. Yes, she likes Derek F. She wants to at least keep him till I don't know, like final eight or something. Um, But that's still pretty low on the totem pole. And he needs to try to, you know, figure out that he's not in the best position. And he needs to try to build something and not having whitney is just one piece that he could have potentially had now i do like some of the things he's doing um i I obviously he has this connection with hannah they're very close um he also has a very good connection with claire as i kind of mentioned when i was talking about with claire like i said with claire it's going to be beneficial for her it's also going to be very beneficial for Derek x um i think there's other people that he could even try to uh, work on even more so obviously uh, Brittany is one of them just because she's she doesn't really have anyone um, Aza is someone who he's talked to a little bit here and there uh, they at least have a pretty good personal connection I don't think Aza would, would ever want to come after Derek X in the near future so you know he has a really good social game a lot of people like him um, and he is also good at competitions which you know if Christian's the best competitor obviously Derek X is probably the second best so that's uh, very good for him as well, but uh, it's a six for Derek X.
1: Yeah, so I I got a six and a half. I kept him at the same rating. I think Derek X has a lot of ability in the game, and his his win his his ability to win I think is there. Um, it's a question if he can get past the Major Alliance. I didn't bump him up. I didn't bump him down. Uh, he had some high parts this week, and he definitely had some lows with losing. You know, one of the members of what, what is he the Aces or whatever yeah, they are. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, Captain, him at a 6.5. I'll, I'll be pretty quick about it. Ben, what do you think about Derek X?
2: Yeah, I kept him at a 7. Um, obviously, I love Derek X. He's awesome. He's on my team. Um, but the more I'm thinking about it, I do think, and maybe I should have bumped him down, but I'm not going to. I do think there's definitely reason for concern uh, with Derek X, just because of, I do think there's a decent amount of people in the house, maybe not decent, but there are at least a few people in the house that I think would target uh what's-her-face, Hannah this week, if, if you know certain people win. And obviously that would not be good for Derek X. Um, but that being said, I, I do think other than Christian, he's probably the best competitor in the house in terms of he can win pretty much any. I have faith that he has a good chance at any sort of competition that, that, that Big Brother would offer him. Um, so you know if he is a target or whatever, I do think he's got a better chance than most, obviously not Christian, but a better chance than pretty much everybody else to save himself if he had to. Uh, you never want to be in that situation where you have to win a comp to stay in the house. But again, if he had to, um, I would feel comfortable in that because I, I think he's a great competitor and obviously he's a good player and he knows the game. Uh, so I got it just like you guys. I got to keep him at a seven. Maybe that's too high, uh, but I like him and he's on my team. So there's no uh, there's no <laughs> rules for this. So I'm going with seven.
0: Team bias. That's all right.
2: You're yeah, lucky. He's team out of time, bias so for sure. We, we, he's sticking out a seven. I can go higher next week if you want. <laughs> he's here. <I'll laughs> he is great.
1: I I love Derek X. He's he's great. Next up, we have Hannah, another one of my personal favorites this season. Um, I feel like they're almost all my personal favorites at this point, except Brittany. Uh, I actually bumped it Hannah up to a six and a half from a six. Trevor, I thought you were way too low last week, even though we knew she was um, on that block. she was probably gonna be. What? She was on the block. That's why I did it. She was on the block, but we you know it was against Whitney, and Whitney sucks. So. Uh, I, I bumped her up to a six and a half. I almost bumped her up to a seven. Um, building oh. that relationship with Tiffany is huge. She uh, spoke really well when on the block, didn't freak out. Spoke well to Christian, pretty much convinced him to not, you know, to, to either not put her on or, you know, try to bring her off. Obviously, it didn't happen, but she did a really good job doing it. I think Hannah's a really solid player. I, I really did think I'll bring her up to a seven, but I didn't think she was quite there, so I only put her up half a point to a six and a half. Ben, you go next. We'll let Trevor finish it out.
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't. I had to keep her at a six. I couldn't put her any higher. Um, kind of like what I just said with Derek X. She, she's on people's you know list. Like people, she's definitely a target in a lot of people's eyes. Um, so depending on who wins this week, I, I do think she definitely would, could be in danger of going home. Um, especially if it's somebody you know in the in the former Kings Alliance or whatever um or people align to sarah beth because clearly sarah beth once we're gone so I, I guess you made a good point brandon that i didn't think about it, is her tiffany kind of becoming closer with with hannah is very big obviously because tiffany's probably the best player in this house um but again a six not great but not bad by any means hannah's a good player and we've definitely seen that this week
1: yes next up we have Kylind.
0: wait did i give? Um,
2: did i talk about hannah
1: Oh, no, 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 you didn't. You I don't didn't. Think I did. Hannah,
0: Trevor go <laughs> Yeah, ahead. Man, give him a chance, dude. <laughs> yeah, so Hannah, I had her at a five last week, you know, because I pretty much knew she was going to be on the block. Now I have her at a six, and I could have won with a 6.5. I heavily considered it. I almost was with you, Brandon, because Hannah has got to be the biggest riser this week. It all started when she was having her one on one conversation with Christian. Uh, she did just an absolutely phenomenal job. Yes, she was helped by Kyle and Xavier, but nevertheless, um, you know, everyone needs a little help every now and then. And just the way she handled that conversation was fantastic. It, you know, showed me a little bit more about her capabilities as a player when she, you know, is put in a position where she's in trouble, similar to Alyssa in week one. I liked the way that Alyssa responded, and now I really like the way that Hannah responded. She was very just cool calm and collected all week you know as as ben said with xavier hannah was also like that on the block and uh you know she also really made it a point to go around and solidify some other relationships one of those very important relationships is tiffany tiffany now is to the point where she wants to take hannah to the final two if the most powerful person in the house wants to take you to the final two You're doing something right. So that's good for Hannah. You know, she's trying to mend this relationship with Alyssa a little bit. They've been talking a lot. Um, Now, maybe Whitney saying what she said about Alyssa could put a little more doubt in Alyssa's mind again. But we'll, we'll see how that goes, and hopefully maybe... Her and Sarah Beth, you know, we see a little more communication there, and they can kind of mend their thing. It looks like Hannah made an effort to do that in the last couple days, um, and I think she could do that even further. I know she's even reached out to other people like Aza, who Aza, by the way, isn't uh, doesn't like Hannah as much, but Hannah Hannah's trying with Aza as well, uh, so, so good things for Hannah.
1: Yes, for sure. I got a little ahead of myself because I love Kylan so much, but next up we have Kyland. Um, Ben, you want to start this one, Ben? Again, I feel like you never start any of these.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, I got no problem starting with Kylan. Uh, I have him at a 7 this week. And what I have – do I have him – I had 7.5 last week. Is that right? Am I, yeah, okay. So I bumped him down half a point. Um, and again, Kylan's still in a good spot. 7 still really high. Like I'm not worried about Kylan. Um, but again, I don't know. Maybe I just bumped him to a half point because Tiffany got mad at him for like three minutes. I don't know. Um, again, I don't think there's really a big difference between a 7.5 and a 7. He's in a great spot um he obviously he's a great player i don't really have a whole lot to add because I, I feel like i'm just saying the same thing every week with kylan he's an awesome player he's fun to watch everybody loves him he's probably not going home for a really long time um so i'm just going to end it there with kylan because i've said that every week and i'm going to keep saying that because he's really just such an all-around a really good big brother player
1: um as we know i am in love with kylan uh he's one of my favorite players probably to ever play the game i absolutely love everything about him i love his personality he was my favorite coming in my first round pick Basically, he's my ride or die, because my team sucks. Um, I had to bump him down a little bit this week. It was not his greatest week of all time. Some of his relationships are crumbling just a tiny, tiny bit. There's cracks in this beautiful foundation he built. But I have a lot of faith in him. He won't be leaving anytime soon. He has good relationships. we got to keep like Sarah Beth around. Hopefully, we can keep her around. That's really important to him. Um, but obviously with the cookout, he's going to be good for quite a while, Trevor.
0: Yeah. So I, I had a tough time and I almost retro retroactively wish I would have given him a seven and a half last week because I almost was like, wait, should I bump him down to a six and a half now that he's in like a seemingly worse position than last week? But I, I didn't, I kept him at a seven, um, just because I feel like he should still be ahead of Claire. Um, So it was tough for me to decide that, but I kept him at a 7. His relationship with Tiffany isn't where it was last week. Um, Part of that is because of Sarah Beth. Part of that also stems back to, as I think I mentioned earlier, Claire. Claire put seeds of doubt into Tiffany's mind about Kylan like two weeks ago. And it seems like this is something that initially Tiffany kind of just shook off because she really wanted Kylan to be her final two. Um, and it seemed like that was the case, but now Tiffany is really seeing this Sarah Beth Kylan thing. It's almost like, like I don't know if jealousy is the right word for it. It might be, but you know, Tiffany is one of these people who sees how close Kylan and Sarah Beth are. Obviously, Sarah Beth pushing Hannah did her no favors, and all of these things, um, you know, uh, aren't great for Kylan. And I should mention the one bad thing that I should point out that Kylan did himself was he told Tiffany that Sarah Beth told Kylan about Jackpot, which it was, or I should say, I was going to say is the alliance, but it actually was the alliance that Sarah Beth was a part of with Tiffany and Claire. It was those three women in the Jackpot alliance. Now it's not really an alliance. They don't really have any meetings. They don't talk a lot um, anymore, but it was an alliance that Kylan mentioned that Sarah Beth told him. So that is something that Tiffany didn't like, didn't like that Sarah Beth, told kylan that and it hurts kylan uh you know by by i guess by default there so with kylan obviously he still has the cookout he's in a very good position within that he's very close with people like xavier um still very close with derek x as well um claire again they're they're i wouldn't say they're super tight but they have a relationship it's not like they would target each other anytime soon um and then Tiffany is at least like a little hesitant about him, so he still has a lot of different, you know, social bonds, good relationships that keep him at the seven. But um, he, he's got to do some work. He's been like kind of chilling a little bit this past week. Hopefully this week he'll he'll get back to work and get back into uh, a better position again.
1: Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. I'm hoping he. I can give him a nine next week. Who knows? Maybe even a ten. Um, Sarah Beth is up next rough week for her. Trevor, i let you start this one off.
0: Yeah. So I'm a huge, personally, I'm just a huge fan of Sarah Beth. I, I I'm a huge fan of her game. She's a very self-interested player. Um, and she has, she's relatively capable. Um, but she kind of dropped the ball this week in a number of ways. Um, I'll give my rating. My rating is a four for Sarah Beth. That is, uh, I believe two points down from what I had her at last week. So a big fall for Sarah Beth. Um, it all kind of started when she was obviously pushing for Hannah to go, as we mentioned. Um, Now it's good. It's good to be self-interested in this game. It's good to push for who you want to take out. You know, we see, we see a lot of players every single season that are afraid to voice who they want out. And they're just kind of like, "Eh, I'll go with the flow. It's fine. It's fine. Sarah Beth clearly is not doing that. Now the issue with this, obviously, as you, as we saw in the episode is that, Not many other people agreed with her, and she wasn't in a power position to really, you know, kind of force her opinion on others. If she was in Tiffany's position, or, or, you know, Xavier's position, then maybe this could have been a lot more effective for her. If she's in a a good alliance, she's in a power position, or if she's just like HOH, if she was HOH, then obviously this could have... uh, been a lot more effective but she's not you know she's not in a power position she is in this royal flush alliance but she's kind of at the bottom of it so her trying to you know put out her opinion it's not gonna be as effective when you're not in power so that's really what it comes down to um sarah beth has kind of dropped the ball as far as you know her relationships with someone like tiffany with someone like claire those are two important relationships that she has kind of mismanaged. She hasn't been talking game with them as much. Uh, and and that's kind of... Uh, there's more to it, but I think uh, to sum it up there, that's kind of what has put her such in, a, in, in such a bad position.
1: Yeah, it, it was a rough week for Sarah Beth. Really, really rough week. Um, a lot of people don't think very, very highly of her. I'm hoping that changes... Uh, Depending on who wins H O H, she can either be in a lot of trouble or super safe. Uh, We'll have to see. I agree with everything you said. I'm not gonna echo it, echo it, you know, just continuously because this podcast is getting long. Ben, any more thoughts you want to add to Sarah Beth?
2: Yeah, I mean, I got her at 5.5, dropped her down a full point. Um, And again, I I get it. Like in real life, yeah, stick up for what you believe in. I get that that's cool. But in the Big Brother house, if it's not going your way, you gotta let it go or not let it go. But you gotta be Cool about how you're gonna do it. Like if you, if she wants Hannah gone, I, I, get that, and clearly, like she's playing her game, but don't be as upfront about it as she was because it's gonna rug people. The, it, it clearly rub people the wrong way. Like Tiffany, who is probably the most powerful person in the house. Um, so again, I, this, we might look back, and this might be the, like the defining week of of Sarah Beth's game. We might look back and go, that was the week where everything changed. Um, based on our ratings, I'd say this was definitely the defining week of her game so far. So. We'll see. Again, she's on my team. Hopefully, she's okay, and hopefully I I like her a lot. Hopefully, she can stay around, but she's definitely in a lot worse of a position than she was seven days ago when we were talking about her.
1: And our rankings reflect that. Moving on to Tiffany. Um, I'll start. I put Tiffany up a full point to an eight and a half. I am insanely impressed with Tiffany. Uh, Trevor, I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I probably should have let you go first, but I'll I'll just keep on talking. (laughs) Um, Tiffany really seems like she has quite the hold on the house and to me she seems head and shoulders like the best player in this game at the moment she's a little bit you know she has these ideas that kind of go everywhere every once in a while and if, if she picks the wrong one and goes with it she could be in a lot of trouble but she hasn't done that yet she has a lot of ideas in her head she's talked about them to the camera uh depending on what she executes in terms of her ideas it could be really really good and it seems like he knows what's really, really good. I bumped up a full point. He's a point and a half better than the next best player,
0: and I think she deserves it.
1: Trevor, I am interested to hear what you have to say because you did not bump her up, and I was quite surprised.
0: Yeah, I, and I almost did. I almost put her at eight and a half like you did, but I kept her at the eight. That's where I had her last week. Um, Tiffany, still definitely in the best position. Uh, my ratings will reflect that. Uh, you know, a full point above Kylan, who I would have in second. Um, You know, she's in the most control. She has a lot of good uh, relationships. She kind of laid out this plan for the cookout, which you saw in the episode. I I, I think I talked about it briefly uh, last podcast, but it was now finally aired uh, about a week later, uh, this plan on tonight's episode, where it's her, obviously the cookout, the six of them, and then all of them, I guess with the exception of Derek App, kind of have their, their partner. So that makes 11, which is Jury. It's a solid plan. You know, it makes total sense. You look at the numbers. Uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I think it's a good one. Um, And Tiffany has just been very active over and over again, showing me a lot of her capabilities. You know, she doesn't seem to rest very often. I really like that about her game. Uh, One, I I think there are two flaws that I want to point out in her game. One of them I think I've already uh, pointed out in the past, and it is how she sometimes reacts to, um, you know, other people. Like, I think it's very important in this game to know your audience, to know who you're talking to um, so that you can have the proper reaction and you can just, you know, approach it in different ways. Like when Tiffany goes and talks to Aza, she shouldn't approach that in the same way as when she goes and talks to Xavier. They're very different people. They have very different motivations, different interests in this game. And Tiffany, I I don't know if she does that well enough. I I think... um, She's a very logical thinker, very, like, you know, reasonable, fact based, logic person. Aza is not that way. She's very different. Um, you know, she's a little more emotional. She plays, she wears her heart on her sleeve, right? So I just think that's something she needs to watch out for. It was pretty clear when this week she was kind of giving Sarah Beth, like, the cold shoulder. Um, to me, I don't know if Sarah Beth caught on to this or not. Um, and I don't know if we even saw it, I think, with Kylan a little bit, you know, in her interaction where. Uh, no one said good morning to her back I guess um, where she's just clearly um, I don't know giving like people the cold shoulder and it's not necessarily the best thing it could over time you know start to rub people the wrong way there's just again it's a minor thing but it's one of the flaws the second point I think is, just like in terms of her strategy the people she wants out in what order she kind of laid out this whole boot order and i don't have it in front of me but i know that claire is like one of the next three people in her boot order which is very strange to me because if i'm tiffany um i would want claire to be my final too. like i i think that's someone who she could beat in the end i think that claire and her Think very similarly. Claire, just like her, a very logical thinker, reasonable, you know, lay lay out their plans. And I think they work very well together as well. They, you know, they've already, the way they've set themselves up in the past three weeks has been very good. So I I don't like this from Tiffany. I think Claire is important for her game. Um, It's someone outside of the cookout that I think really has her back. And, you know, there's always that potential, like if Derek X is trying to, Build some kind of thing against her. Claire potentially could run that back to her as long as she still has Claire under her wing. But if Claire recognizes, hey, actually Tiffany, she's you know she has all these relationships elsewhere. Maybe I should think about getting Tiffany out, um, or or just kind of doing this. So she needs to keep Claire close, and I think that um, again, like I said, I think taking out Claire early is not the best decision. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe. Maybe that's just my perception on Tiffany's game, and I could be wrong. Ben, what do you think?
2: I had to keep Tiffany at 7.5. Um, and again, that's not a knock on Tiffany. shes I still think she's the best player in the house, even though I guess technically my score doesn't reflect that because she's tied with Claire, but Claire's on my team. And I refuse to um, discredit Claire otherwise. Because again, there's no rules, and I can do whatever I want. If you're mad at me, then we can start making rules, and I'll follow them. But until then, no rules. I'm doing whatever I want. Um, again, I just I didn't want to raise Tiffany. Um, and again, it's minor, but like that whole thing with being mad at Kylan for not saying good morning. And I don't necessarily think that's why she's mad at Kylan. I think she hinted at that, that. She's more upset with with Kylan's affiliation with with Sarah Beth. Um, not yeah. a huge deal, but it, uh, maybe it's something to keep an eye on. I don't think it's going to have an impact this week or next week, but I do think it's something to keep an eye on with Tiffany um, and Kylan because, like we said, Kylan's a really good player, and I mean, obviously Tiffany's great, but so is Kylan. So if if you're going to be on Tylen's bad side, and kind you know, Tylen doesn't feel great about you, and you don't feel great about him. That doesn't make me feel super you know optimistic mm-hmm. about Tiffany's game. So we'll see. Again, seven point five, still an awesome score. She's still awesome, but there is a little bit of hesitation, more than I had last week for her.
1: Yes, for sure. And final person is Xavier. I'll start us off. I kept him at a six. Um, Xavier's in the Cookout Alliance. Um, I, I think he's in a good position. He's very very loyal to that alliance. I don't think he advanced his position or, you know, weakened it, uh, which is why I kept him at a 6. Trevor, uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts because I can see your ranking here. Um, so what do you think about Xavier?
0: Yeah, I I do think Xavier advanced his position. I, I bumped him up to a 6.5. Um, again, he's one of the people that benefits the most from the cookout, you know, running the game till the end, if that happens. Um, and also, I think Tiffany has now I guess in her own personal like people that she feels best about she now places Xavier ahead of Kylan so like Xavier's kind of like not her number two I think Hannah's her number two I guess but then Xavier's kind of that next person instead of it being Kylan so I think that's good for Xavier um and again he just has a lot of different really good relationships in the house um I I really like how he handled um the whole Hannah situation and the way that you know Sarah Beth was pushing hard, and he, you know, really was just playing it low key, playing it cool. He didn't want to come back too hard because he didn't want to make it obvious that he wanted Hannah to stay. And I thought he did a really good job handling that, and really just without kind of convincing Christian to target who he wanted him to target, he kind of helped, you know, be like you know, I guess helped Christian to target Whitney there. Um, without Christian maybe even knowing it. And I think also, again, him prepping Hannah for that conversation with Christian um, and just really giving her a lot of different points. I, well, actually, I don't know if he gave, gave her points, but he was prepping her uh, to go into that conversation, which helped Hannah stay, which is good for Xavier's game. Now, Xavier, like I've mentioned before, he's very loyal to the cookout. He's very team-focused. That could, be, that could hurt him because he doesn't seem to care quite as much about um, well, well, they're not his team anymore because teams are done. But I think he really should be putting more stock into his relationships with Alyssa, Christian, and Sarah Beth. And he doesn't really seem to care as much about those relationships. I think that's
2: one uh, flaw in Xavier's game.
1: Ben, you can wrap up the podcast
2: today. Trevor, you sold me. I was going to keep him at a six, but when you started talking, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bump him up to a six point five, just like you. Um, because I was thinking, like he worked He worked pretty hard to keep Hannah this week, and it worked out. Like he he got who he wanted to go home. And he got them to go home. Um, and again, that wasn't entirely Xavier's doing. But I do think he worked hard for it, and he he did a good job. Unlike like you said, unlike Sarah Beth, he was pretty cool about it. And obviously, Sarah Beth kind of saw what he was doing. Um, but in the end, it worked out. He wanted or Hannah to stay. He wanted Whitney to go home. And look who's in the house still. Hannah's still in the house. Still a number for uh for, for Xavier moving on this week. So I had to bump him up just a little bit to a six point five because I, I do think it was a good week for him. I was impressed with what he did.
1: Alright, any final thought oh wait wait uh, do we want to do a little spoiler section?
0: As I feel so, like we gotta do it. So
2: we do we do have a new
0: HOH. Yeah wait so... hold on before
1: we go to that this is a spoiler. So Yeah do not I, not I, was do that. Know, I was gonna do yeah, that.
0: I was gonna do that, yeah.
1: Okay, I thought you were going right into it. But if 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 you <laughs> do not know, want to know who, who wins HOH It is time to log off the podcast, go subscribe, do all the good stuff. Link in bio is our Twitter. You can look at all the rankings and stuff, yada, yada, yada. Okay, spoiler time. Trevor, go ahead.
0: All right, so the HOH, obviously we saw the wall comp. It was pouring down rain. You know, just just the conditions were very rough, and it came down to two people. The first person was Xavier, and the second person was Derek X. And one of them fell... And one of them remained on the wall. And that person that remained on the wall was Derek X. He is HOH. Let's go. I'm pretty happy about it because that's what I wanted. What what, what do you guys think about this? Are you happy with Derek X being
2: the HOH? I'm happy about it. I would have rather had Derek X than Xavier. Just because, like, Xavier was two weeks ago. Then his, you know, I guess not anymore, but his teammate was. I just didn't want to see three weeks in a row of Xavier X Christian. Or Xavier Christian Xavier. So I would have much rather seen Derek X in, in this, this week just to shake it up a little bit. Um, I do think it, it adds more value to, to this week in terms of gameplay than if Xavier would have won. So, it,
1: yes, this is. this is I, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good week. I love Derek X. I'm hoping he can advance his position. Um, and I'm hoping he targets the people that I wanted to target. You know, if I'm thinking about it, queens are off limit. He's not going to touch them. Um, and he's in the royal flush, you know? So I don't yeah. think he's going to target the Kings. I think is going to want him to do that. But yeah, he's in the World Flush, really shouldn't do that um, at all. Because they wouldn't target him, for sure. Um, and that leaves uh, just one group of people, pretty much, that he can target. And that's the Jokers. I'm hoping we get Brittany on the block with Aza. Uh Most likely it'll be Azza I feel like. we Send Brittany home. Everyone's happy. Trevor, do you agree? Do you think this is going to happen? What do you think? Or Is the World Flush done?
0: Um, so there's there's two directions that Derek X could go in. He can go in the direction that you kind of just outlined, and he can put up Brittany. Brittany would definitely be one of those people. And then either a Derek F or Ozza being the other person. And that would leave uh, Brittany as the target, and she would most likely go home in that scenario. However, there's been a lot of talk, uh, Derek X and Claire having some late-night conversations about targeting Christian, Now, how would he do this if he decides to do this? I don't know if he would elect to try the backdoor or put them straight up. Personally, I think if you're going to target Christian, I know he's so good at competitions. And I guess you can argue this is the one exception where you try to backdoor him. But I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't. I would put him straight up on the block with Alyssa. And I think that's probably what he should do at this point. I mean... If, if, if he knew about the cookout, you, honestly, you can argue that maybe he should just put up like Tiffany and Kylan, or, or maybe not Kylan, Tiffany and I don't know who, Ozza um, or something, or someone that, that is actually, or Xavier, I'd say like Tiffany and Xavier, but he's definitely not going to do that. So I would say Christian and Alyssa absolutely is a possibility. I could see it happening. Um, Sarah Beth is obviously in some trouble here. She could be a person that goes up if Tiffany gets in his ear enough. Um, and Hannah, even, I think, is going to try to get in his ear about Sarah Beth. So Sarah Beth could be in some trouble. Um, Christian could be in trouble. Um, that would be what I would guess. I don't I don't think he's going to go with the safe option, if I'm being honest with you. I don't think he's going to do Brittany and Derek F. I, th- I lean toward some combination of Christian, Alyssa, and Sarah Beth.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I sure hope he goes with that, quote-unquote, safe option, but... Well, we'll have to see. I, I think we'll wrap it up there for today. Appreciate all you guys and all the support you've given in this podcast. Of course, subscribe. Leave that five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter at the TheSmallBaller or click the link in the description. This is when you know where all of our podcasts go live. Um, we got a lot of great things cooking up. Um, we're excited to share with you guys, but in due time, you'll find that out. Of course, the Small Bar Podcast is back this Sunday to talk about this past week in sports. We've had a lot going on, so it'll be a fun podcast. Listen to that. And the link to all of our rankings, all of our draft, uh, the stats on the players and their averages that we've given them is in the bio, or excuse me, in the description, too. Click that if you want to take a look. But with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.